Hello, and a good morning, afternoon or evening, and welcome to the One Life Four podcast. Today I will be your host, Louis, and I'm joined by Adam. Hello. And Luca. Hello. As always, we're back for episode two. Um, quite a gap between the last it. episode and this one, but we moved. Listen, we're back, we're back. We are back. back. But I want to start the podcast off by just... No, what have you guys been up to recently? Um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to go back to university now. We finally got the announcement that we're going to be going back at the end of the month. So, getting prepared to leave again has been a lot of a lot of stress getting everything ready. So that's taking up all of my time at the moment. What about you, Adam? I had my first week back uh, at school, pretty much playing a. Uh, Playing my first first bit of football in about four months, so I enjoyed that. As the least felt weird, per- I feel least fit person on the team. Yeah, you definitely is. Yeah, joke about that. Joke about that. That's absolutely fine. Well, I remember him coming. I felt, he was done. I, yeah, no, I did. I just crawled, I did feel crawled, it quite a bit. I can't like along the floor because he just can't walk anymore. <laughs> I honestly, yeah. my legs felt it. They were they were shocked a little bit, but you know, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I've got also I've got a uh, got to do a bleep test tomorrow. Oh <laughs> god! This man's gonna get like so, three levels mate, done and they just twit. Bleep test is yeah. child abuse. I don't care what anyone the says. The bleep test is horrible. It's actual. It's I swear in torture. some places it was like it was banned or something. Yeah, it has. Been. I did. It's been banned from most schools. I did the bleep test once at like peak fitness, and it was really nice because you could just outrun everybody. So it made me feel really good. But every other time I did it, it was just a, so horrible because everybody. It's quite was fun when you outrun everyone. I don't think I've ever I had a like peak it. fitness. I just tapped out just as soon as I could. Really, you're at peak fitness now, then. Oh, well. No. With all your with all your runs and training, I'd put you at peak fitness. Probably the fitness oh, I have been, yeah, to be fair. Yeah. What about you? What have you been doing lately, Louis? Well, just been working really. I I do have some exciting news. Oh um, I told Adam today. I, oh, yeah, to I think I know the, what he's about to say. Yeah. I wanted to wait until the podcast, but I waited. I uh, just couldn't hold it in any longer. But Luca, this is the first time I'm telling you, so it's a special. I got a very special delivery coming this week. Should be on Tuesday. Ooh, what's coming? Um, we talk about today is Mother's Day, and my mum yeah. on Thursday morning secured the bag when she nabbed me a PS Five from. Game. Oh my god! I know, Louis. I know. I, I am know. robbing your house on Tuesday. <laughs> I am going to be there dead of night on Tuesday night. You're not going to hear me coming, and it's just going to be gone by the morning. Oh, I, d- I was. I cannot tell you how happy I was. You know, I was, oh, I was amazing. I'm so excited to get it. I really am. That is, can't believe it. Amazing. Cannot that believe you managed it. to get a PS5. I know, and I, the drop, the whole release of it has been an absolute shambles. Oh, it's, it's been, been a disaster. so. It's been absolute carnage, and it's only because game managed to install anti-bot systems that my mum was able to get one. Well, I was looking at what so, John Lewis was saying, and they were like, it's too expensive for them to implement anti-bot systems compared to how much money they make out of sales. Yeah, it's John Lewis is broken. So, it, so. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna. it's going to be a case of waiting at this point for um, store stocks to open back up. Because when yep. non-essential stores open up in April, I'm hoping that they're going to start stocking things again. And if they've got like PS5 stocks, then... You're not gonna. Someone's not gonna be allowed to go and buy five of them. That's gonna be the opportunity yeah, exactly. to go in and get get one. So yeah, exactly a bit of that. waiting, but I'll have one eventually. I mean, I was happy to wait, um, and I was prepared to wait, but Mum came in class. She came through with the goods. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Jeez. Mate, I'm not even gonna get a PS5. No, I just can't. I'm an Xbox. Oh, yeah, you are. yeah, you are. Well, the Xbox yeah. isn't in a much better state at the moment with um, sales. They're having just as many problems. So True, true, true. I think just for me, the PS5 doesn't matter at the moment because my PS4 does everything I need it to do. But when we start getting games like uh, God of War, Ragnarok, 
um, oh. Wukong, Blackgate, like big games like that. Um, mm-hmm. What's the other one? Elden Ring. Um, Elden Ring. The, yeah, Elden Ring is one that like they've said nothing about it, and somehow it's gotten so much hype because it looks like it looks like God of War meets right. Skyrim meets see. like Smite. It looks insane. Um, Christ alive! But with um, Bloodborne and Dark Souls type combat, so I'm just really yeah. excited for that. But those are the That's... games that are like the PS5 exclusives. So until they start coming out, there's no reason for me to upgrade as much as I want to. Wowzers. Right. We're already rambling a bit we are about rambling. random games. We have right. we have to, we, we have are. a list of topics for a reason. Louis, lead us off. Okay. So I took the lead on this podcast. And it was my job to come up with some topics. And I thought, what's going on in the world? What's on everyone's minds? Except for Adam's. And so we're going to start right with then. <laughs> the thing everyone's talking about, except for Adam. Um, <laughs> it's it's Harry and Meghan, isn't it, guys? It just yes. is. It's Harry and Meghan. An absolute bombshell interview with Oprah has sent the gammons on Twitter into absolute frenzy. And it's glorious it to see. So, there is nothing better than upset people on Twitter. No, there isn't. No, especially when they're a bit racist. <laughs> so um, basically uh, if you're unaware if you've been living under a rock Megan came out and, with uh, bullying claims against the palace and the royal family and even sort of implying they were a bit racist themselves and I think it was Prince William came out and denied those pretty pretty staunchly um, and it was just the fallout from it was it was just unbelievable, and we'll get into that. But I just, I'll just—I'll put it to you guys now. Simple question: Do you sympathise with Harry and Meghan? I'll go, I'll go to Luca first. I think, I think what's what's come out of the interview and what's actually been said are two very different things. Because I like watching it. Harry and Meghan seem like perfectly lovely people. I have I have no problems with them whatsoever. And of all yeah, the interviews agreed. I've seen with the royal family, not necessarily with this one, they also, I've got no problems with them. But I think what made it worse is is Oprah's full way of interviewing, because it was the whole thing that came out with um, them discussing how dark the baby could be. And Megan mentioned to mentioned to Oprah, um, yeah, I'm getting controversial quickly. We knew this was happening. Um, Megan mentioned to Oprah that, that that Harry had had come to her saying that there was this conversation about how dark the baby could be. To which Oprah then responded, "So you could say they were concerned." Megan responds yes, okay. that with, "You could say that, but I'm not going to because I wasn't there." And Harry then refused to comment. The media okay. have taken this and run with it and said, "Oh, yet yeah, they, they have they had concern they about this." That's not yeah. what was said though. That's what the media does, isn't it? Anything for yeah. And I think that's causing that's causing more problems than the actual interview because I I sympathise with them. I think the way she was treated wasn't the way she should have been treated, but mm-hmm. I don't think the way she was treated is as bad as the media is making it out to be. Yes, not to I the extent of from. like Piers Morgan and saying none of it we'll, happened. But we'll, we'll get onto him. Don't you worry. Yeah, but I think we'll it, it, it has been somewhat blown out of proportion. As, as sure. was expected. Adam, Adam anything yeah. to say? Well, I'm just, I think the pair of you summed that up, summed up a lot of people's thoughts pretty quickly. Are you sure but you I don't have any others? You're I asking, think you're asking like, Adam for an individual thought? Yes, brother, of course. Wow. To be honest, I'm not, uh, I wouldn't say I'm that well equipped on these sort of topics. They're not my forte, but... Um, I do feel like you kind of have to sympathise with them. Even there's a lot of people saying they're fabricating lies, all that stuff. Yeah. But to say you're going like you to make up a lie about the royal family, mm-hmm. especially gotta, for Harry, be, it's his own, it's his own family. Yeah, you've got to be pretty like you've got to be ready to face a lot of uproar if you're going to make a try and make up a lie. So I don't think that saying anything what they've said i don't think they're gonna lie about it but then i feel like the, as you said the media is gonna portray it like they said so much more stuff when they haven't 
they're just going to twist their words a little bit. And yeah, then absolutely. a lot of people, a lot of people are only going to see what the media are saying and then go, oh no, they've made up all of this. They're lying, they're lying when they actually haven't listened to what a pair of them have, have been saying. Think, are you, are you, wait, are you done? I don't want to interrupt. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think there's a, a lot of it is the difference between the American response and the British response. Because the interview was aired in America first, they still, for some reason, are really down with the British monarchy. They hate the fact that we still have a monarchy and they've always wanted to see it gone. But I also think they're running with this fact that she's this hero who is going to take down the British monarchy. And that's yeah. why things are being blown so far out of proportion. Because they're like, oh, yeah, she's... They, Americans are saying, oh, yeah, she's the next Diana. This is an amazing thing. The British are saying, oh, yeah, she's the next Diana. Is that really what we need? So the British, no. the British and American responses seem to be what's causing the problems. Because the American response is making her seem like this absolute hero. The British response is saying, we sympathize with her. But, like how much is she trying to just be someone she's not trying to be this figure in the public that has had success before and she wants that success now i'm not saying she is i'm not accusing her of any of that but how where it's it's quite a interesting one to look at yeah absolutely and i personally i've always had sort of uh reservations about the monarchy uh, I just, there's just so much, I think there's so many dark areas in that family. Um, so many things that are sort of not in the public eye. Um, I think you, you even have to look at, um, at the whole Prince Andrew scandal, really. Um, and the amount of, I did that, I don't recall that getting a lot of media coverage when it was all blowing it up. It didn't at all. No. And, now you've Especially got not this here. in no, and then you got this interview with Harry and Meghan, which is nowhere near as as bad or as damaging as a possible sex offender. Yeah, the Queen's son, no less. It's just it's unbelievable sometimes. How, what how would the interview go if you had a British person conducting that interview instead of Oprah? I'd be a lot different. I think. I think you'd be looking at a completely different issue. But like, as, a, as someone who studies history, a lot of the history that I look at is uh, American Revolution, French Revolution. Mm-hmm. And we kind of skip over the American Revolution in British um, history. It took me a lot of like finding the right modules at university to actually start looking at it. Because really, that was all our fault. That was our monarchy being so full of ourselves, so Tyrone saying so confidently that we had the absolute right to do whatever we wanted that we just pushed the americans into the ground it's why they hate our monarchy but we treat it like the american uprising like it was there um that they were in the wrong how dare they do this but they weren't we were in the wrong for that entire thing and that's i think how the entire monarchy is treated like we are always in the right when we're not most of the time yeah, I totally get that. I do. I do, I do. Oh, wow, wow, wow. What's that, Adam? No, it's just well said. Well said, absolutely. <laughs> Very well said. Uh, well, so what happens next, do you think? What happens next with Harry and Meghan? Do they sort of, do they draw a line under this interview and does everyone move on? Will there be more interviews, further fallout? How do you think oh. this is going to go? There's going to be more interviews, yeah. 100%. There's no think, chance that they're going to let this go. Do you think Harry and Meghan will pushed under more, the rug? Or do you think members yeah. of the family will come out and start speaking up on it? Both, I said William I think, already has. Um, but if a real senior member of the family comes out, maybe a Charles or even 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 the Queen herself came out, that, that could set off some big fireworks. What I think is we're we're unlikely to see Charles or the Queen come out hugely to... I think the Queen is too old for this. It's not her... Because throughout her entire reign, she's really relied on uh, Philip to help with those things. And he's not really particularly useful anymore. And Charles being next in line for the throne, I don't think he's put in 
anything in jeopardy. Andrew, there's no way we're seeing anything come out of him. He shouldn't say anything in public ever nope. again. Nope. Um, but I, nope. I wouldn't be surprised to see something come out from Princess Anne, Prince Edward, um, yeah. Kate Middleton yeah. even, talking about a, an outsider in the family. Um, yeah, for sure. I think we're going to see more of those. But the Queen and Prince Charles, I think, is less likely. Uh, William, mm-hmm. probably because it's his brother. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed no, there. I agree with that as well. But the other thing um, that's going to be many more interesting is going to be is they stepped back from the royal family, technically not stepped down from the royal family, which means mm-hmm. they kept all of the perks, all of the titles, but lost all of the responsibility of being part of the royal family. Yeah. And I've and seen think... quite a few British reports mention that. So it'll be interesting, as you're probably about to say, it'll be interesting whether they now decide to step down or return yeah. to the royal family. Well, I think that's really interesting. I think that really is a main gripe of a lot of British people. A lot of tweets and news articles I've read on it saying that they that they, we will accept it if they want to be if they want to step away from the royal family, but give up their titles, give up their royal perks, and be on your way. I think the fact that they're keeping all of that is is not sitting well with a lot of people. But the thing is. I feel like because they've had so much being said about them right now, I feel like they kind of do have the right to sort of take a step back for a bit. But they're not. It's not going to be a thing where they step back and just they're never seen by anybody ever again. No, yeah, and they're still part of the royal family. They can. I feel like they have all the right to step back a little bit, take some time, mm-hmm. and then once everything starts to calm down a little bit, then yeah. You see what but, happens then. I feel like they have to be right to do expect, that. You would expect for you guys, like, let's say um, Obama Young decided to step back from Arsenal. <laughs> I just want to say I want to take a quick break from playing. Um, steps back and then conducts a major interview where he does talk, where all he talks about is how poorly Arsenal treated him, how much he disliked them, how much he doesn't, he didn't enjoy being in that situation. Would you then be okay with him returning to the team do you think he would then be allowed to return to the team and keep playing no of course he wouldn't no because that's that's effectively what they've done yeah well i i sort of see it as great analogy Luke. if this great was analogy yeah we need if a this was... analogy for adam to understand <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if this was any other normal family so we you, you do hear it a lot where um so certainly in sort of the 1900s when sort of mixed race couples were becoming a lot more frequent and but people still weren't that okay with it you you heard of um a white people splitting from their families to be with a african-american or an asian and i think it's just how the times are changing and some people haven't got on with it i don't know what you guys thoughts are on something like that Generally, I do think it still is the younger generation have a lot more accepting of it. And I do, I feel like that is something that is, I don't want to say perfectly acceptable because it's obviously everybody should be accepting of anyone, but many people of the older generation have grown up with different beliefs, have been told different things while growing up. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to completely change their mind just because something like one person told them to or something yeah so yeah i do i think generally the younger generation are a lot more fine with it though yes agreed i think the the only problem you see with the younger generation is how they react to things and i don't know how those reactions will come out because you've got the, the you've got this whole um council culture thing that if if people do yeah, something that you're not happy with then you go after them it's it's huge on twitter on all of the especially twitter but all of the social medias and just with social media in general yeah we're such a big they're, like they're commonly seen targeting big content creators yeah. not so often celebrities but i think it would be very interesting to see how the younger generation starts to react to things like this because this is the culture that a lot of them seem especially in the states a lot of them seem to have adapted that actually this cancelling of people this um going after someone because they've done something you don't agree with is 
is being accepted. It, as wrong as it is, they're and accepting Yeah, and it. it's becoming the normal mm-hmm. for them at the moment. What was that, Adam? Yeah. Sorry, I said it's becoming the normal for them at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank it's you. the automatic reaction of some people now. It's just completely go after somebody and try and cancel them. Can we be cancelled just for the sake of it? Mm-hmm. Just to say... We've been cancelled. Yeah. Cancel, cancel, cancel the one nine four podcast. Cancel the one nine four. Cancel. It's a bit harsh. I only made one joke on the last one. No, you, you True. did. We need to up that. Then we're we're really lacking. No, I don't think we do it. What? Not trying. I don't yeah. really want to be trying to get well, cancelled. Wait, wait before. until wait until next week at Adam Lee's. Would you rather? Yeah, yeah true, true. Oh, sneak that's, peek, sneak that's peek. That's going to be the end of the podcast. I think our, our, our own friends are probably going to turn on us on that one. I say, I say, I say next week, like, there's a chance of getting a podcast out next week, like, next month, let's say, just to be on the safe side. Just mm-hmm. next time. In, just in next time. Yeah. yeah. Don't even put a time limit on it. Just say <laughs> when the next point. one comes out. Yeah, when the next podcast <laughs> comes out. If the next podcast comes out. Yeah, true. Then we will. I'm not turning up to another podcast unless we get a sponsor. I'm going to stand by that now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Somebody uh, sponsor us somebody now. Our, our, 30, our 30 views on YouTube this week. I want a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And one crazy, of them, one of them must be famous, surely. One of them. I reckon, I, I reckon one of our viewers is without a doubt famous. Yeah. And I know we've got quite a few Spotify Listen, Listen well, but I haven't been, it's th- there's listening. 30 people. <laughs> yeah. And half of them are just people we know. Hey, hey, hey. Let's we'll ourselves point. down like that. Views of 38. Realistic views. thinking. 38. Wow. 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 That means one of them's got to be famous, surely. Yeah? Surely. Average I think viewer duration <laughs> 12 minutes. God, I, I think we're doing something slightly wrong. No, I don't blame him from the last episode. So oh, let's, oh, let's keep on rubbish. keep on topics. Let's keep on topics. The last episode yes. from the people that we let's not ramble. To, and like even for this episode, even if you don't listen to the whole thing, if you've made it this far, if there are things you're happy with and things you're not happy with, please comment them or tell us, like tweet at us saying we would like this improvement or we weren't happy with this or we like this bit just so we know what to do to keep you guys entertained. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. That would really yeah. help because we, like 38 views we're happy with, but we'd love to be larger and we can't do that without the support and without the continued listen of all of you guys mm-hmm. as, I, as I talk to nobody. And the only way that we're going to get continued listens, listeners is if we fix stuff that we're doing wrong. Yeah. So we need to be told Speaking of that, let's continue on our topics. With the topics. Topics, of, topics. Of things right. people are doing wrong. So, here's more than that. I'll let Louis. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So, I'm going to have a couple. I've got a couple more on this. Uh, Harry and Megan. Welcome to, we're going to go to the fun one last. So, I'll chuck this one right. in there. Guys, are, are we going to abolish the monarchy? No, we're not. Going no to way, no chance. No chance. No way are we abolishing the monarchy. <laughs> it's never happening. Okay. It's like a major. Isn't it like one of our biggest <laughs> forms of tourism? Just the fact that we have yeah. a monarchy. Do you, it's one of like the biggest incomes that, yeah. that gener- generates one of the biggest incomes in our country. You know what I say? Instead of abolishing the monarchy, we just restart the empire. I'm pretty sure the two biggest <laughs> incomes in the in England are the monarchy and Sainsbury's. Yeah, you put Sainsbury's over Tesco's. <laughs> yeah, Tesco's Oh, I forgot. No, you got Sainsbury's, the little Sainsbury's as well. But how are we? How are we talking income? Because the guys who own, I'm pretty sure it's Audi, also own Walmart. Oh, by the way, I just completely made that up on the spot. I don't actually. Yeah. Well, that's Sainsbury's. Yeah, this yeah is, that's Sainsbury's ne- thing. Next week's topic, which major um, <laughs> store brings in the most money per year? No, our next, our next, our topic next week is, can the 194 podcast stay on topic? No. Yeah, it's, no it's, chance. It's no a known fact at this point. So, it's fine. All right. Let's, let's, let's stay on go. topic, though. Stay on topic. Guys, are we... Are we keeping the monarchy? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so cool. just asked that. Right. Let's move along. <laughs> so, guys. Yes. 
Piers Morgan has oh. completely he's 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 on the mad one, this guy. I don't know what he's on the mad one. It brings me shame to say he's an Arsenal fan. But he is on an absolute tear at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Um he stormed off the GMB set after being uh confronted by his co-host Alex. Don't know his second name. Can't remember. Alex it. Alex. Yeah. Alex the weatherman Alex, on GMB. Alex screw screw you Piers Morrison. <laughs> yeah. And it was three of the most incredible television minutes I've ever watched. Yes. He stormed off and hours later he'd quit. Returned. Yeah. Um so I mean, he's a very divisive character, to say the least. He is. So, some may call him uh, a voice for the voiceless. Some may pe- some people may call him vile. What are your thoughts on Piers Morgan's outburst at not not Harry, but mainly Meghan Markle? I, well, uh... Adam, you go first. I went first on the last one. You start. No, I'm just I was just saying I think he's a very he's a very opinionated man. He uh he has a lot he has a range of opinions which some people will agree with, many will disagree. But um normally I, there's some points with Pit with Piers Morgan, some points I do quite I like him. He makes some interviews fun, he proves some good points, but just to say what everything he said and storm off when he gets challenged, not a great look for him, to be no, honest with you. Not at all. No, not at all. Especially when he, with the, a while ago with the weatherman, when he's like, when the guy stormed off and he started calling him a baby for storming mm. off, and now he's on the other end of it. I don't really uh, I see how this is a good, good look for him at all. It's not. I think what's great is what is that people are throwing his comments back in his face because he was mm-hmm. the one that people people get so mad about, and rightfully so, by the way, is him claiming Megan lied about having suicidal thoughts. And I've seen the tweet. Yeah. I can't quote. I can't do it quote by quote, but it says something along the lines of Megan Markle won't have seen that, but a normal person who felt suicidal might have done. And can yeah. you imagine... If you're in that state and someone says that they don't believe you, it just yeah. it is shattering. It can be shattering. Um, and for him to be um, confronted like that for three minutes and storm off, people are saying, imagine how Megan felt for four years that exact same way. Mm, I think, I know you, it's everybody has their like freedom of speech. You can say you can base your opinion, but with Piers Morgan, you have such a big platform that people will hear him. That is something that you can't say. No. Some of the stuff you say, you can't say that sort of stuff when you have that big of a platform that are listening to you. That is just, yeah, no, I I just don't, I didn't really like him saying that at all. I think there's an aspect of, of Piers Morgan, not necessarily being himself, but playing this caricature of a character that is the, the permanent devil's advocate. But he takes it too far every time. Yes, he does. There's a point, like, he does say some things where I'm like, he's made a good point here. But quite often when I've said, oh, he's made a good point, he then goes ahead ahead and makes a further point on it. I'm just like, I just can't agree with you anymore. Like, the first he said was good, you've just taken it too far. So Mm -hmm. he deserved to have, for for that weatherman to have a go at him. And everyone defending it saying oh, he got way too personal, he was saying too personal things. It's what Piers Morgan's been doing to Meghan Markle for years. God knows how. Um, I mean, if you're really offered Prince Harry or Piers Morgan, is that like, why Why is he surprised? <laughs> but it's just, it's crazy. he's taking it too, he's taking it too far. He, I mean, I would be I surprised if he doesn't end up with another job somewhere. Because... Oh, of course he will. He's oh, no, still, 100% he is, he is an evil. excellent... Um, News anchor because he he gets the views because of he who does. he is. He, he just does. needs to do. He's like Jeremy Clarkson, but on a much higher level. When he moved oh, from Top God. Gear on BBC to the Grand Tour on Amazon, he realised mm-hmm. he was being too much of a prick. Kept his mm-hmm. character, but took it down a notch. It's exactly yeah. what Piers Morgan needs to do. I think um, um, Piers Morgan 
is so divisive because he has his good moments, as you said. I think, for for instance, the way he's held account the some of the absolute incompetence of some of the politicians handling this COVID situation has been fantastic to watch. His constant digging out of people like Matt Hancock and Gavin Williamson is just, oh, it's so satisfying. And that's where he's great. That is where I watch Piers Morgan go, yes, just do that all the time. But then he goes and he makes ridiculous comments like that. And you just put off because you're like, yeah, this this guy doesn't help himself. He's such a fool sometimes. If Piers Morgan acted like he did, like as you were saying before, all of the time, he would yeah. be like a national hero. Oh. But he's just not. Because he makes such good points and he makes the he makes the comments that other news anchors can't make because there are much more I don't want to say professional, but much more serious um, news teams like the Sky uh, News or the BBC News are often held in higher records than ITV. Yep. But um, And good, a morning show is also often held in lower account than the primetime evening news. So he could be in one of the best news anchors in the country. He's just he takes it too far yeah no. um <laughs> absolutely i completely what are you, agree what are you going to follow this comment up with what's the next thing you're going to bring up well i'm just going to go for any any final thoughts anything we haven't mentioned that you want to you want to throw out there on this one if this is going to go on for a while if there's nothing we can move on this whole this whole situation yeah, nothing for, for a long time i reckon Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's not a, definitely not a one and done. I also think it's no very interesting how it would have gone if Harry was the older brother. Because if Harry yeah. was the older brother, he would be third in line for the throne, which would put Meghan Markle in line to be Queen of England. Yeah, but there is no chance of Harry being kin. While there is a very very low chance. Yeah, there is. And I don't know I mean, how much that affected whether or not he was willing to go through with all this. you got to think it's going to have an effect somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. For sure. Adam, anything? No, nothing really else. It's, yeah, it's just something that's going to be keep on going for a while. It's going to drag. Got to keep on. Keep a, keep a look at it. But Definitely. it's just something that will just carry on going for a while now. Absolutely. Okay. Switching gears now. What have you got next for us? Switching gears. I'm going to... This is probably when some of our audience has has skipped to. This might be where some of our audience turns off completely. But I'm going to talk about this week's football. Here we go. It is Sunday, Mother's Day. And because of the late recording of this podcast, Arsenal have just beaten Spurs in North London Derby. So I am That's what we like to very hear. happy. Me and Adam are very happy. Um I'm not happy. But I'm gonna <laughs> Just cause you drew to lead to be quiet. But I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna rewind to the beginning of the week because that's what I originally had down. I'm gonna yes. talk about Champions League. I'm gonna talk a little bit about Europa League. Um because Europa League is the Emmerdell Cup. No one really cares about it. Now Champions League. Um, one main topic coming out of this week is a possible changing of the guard. Is is Ronaldo and Messi's time over? And is it now time for Haaland and Mbappe? What do we think? Well, I mean, Ronaldo just walked into Serie A today and put up a first half hat trick. So I'm not he sure did. it's falling off just yet. Yeah, against uh, yeah. Cagliari. Um, he scored three goals in the first half. Yeah, amazing. Oh. So, uh, no, not falling off just yet. I reckon Messi's, Messi's career is closer to over than Ronaldo's is. Really? Do you not I, see kind of agree, I agree with that. Yeah, but from I'm, I'm not as avid of a football watcher as the two of you are, but from what I have seen from what I do watch, the game is moving much less to open field play and much more to set piece play is where the true is where a lot of the goals come from, a lot of that. Um, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but this is just from what I've seen. 
Yeah, I think um, a lot of uh, a lot of teams are employing sort of set piece specialist coaches. I yeah. know that because Arsenal have recently where they they specific routines against specific teams, and it's a lot more complex and just lumping the ball in there to your seven foot tall striker and trying to get ahead of goal is there's a lot more to it now. Right, so I yeah. definitely agree. And I think Ronaldo is much more adept in that field than Messi is. And mm -hmm. a lot of that comes to the fact that Messi is quite a bit smaller than a lot of football players you see now. Um, the Argentine Ronaldo is just a... a he, he's less skilled in the open field, but more skilled offset pieces. Yeah, you can see that. Um, Absolutely. So I think that's making quite a big difference to their longevity at this point. Mm -hmm. But as the report that I, I mentioned to you guys recently, um, I have here from the Football Italia website, um, Juventus are meeting with Ronaldo to discuss his future. Um, mm -hmm. According to reports, they would need to sell him for at least 29 million euros to avoid a net loss. Crazy. So his future is not... after Because they failed to get through to the Champions League quarterfinals last year and the same this year. And given how good that team is... That's not a team that should be they, failing to get. They, that should be a team that's competing with um, Bayern and PSG for winning the champ and Chelsea for winning the Champions League. You ain't got to throw Chelsea in there, don't you? No chance they're making anyone there. Hey, we've beaten Atletico. It's a good start. They should be smashing Porto though. They, they it shouldn't even be a challenge. No, there's, well, it's in terrible that they that they're not making it through. Mm-hmm. But as you said, the change in the guard thing with Haddon and Baffer in it. Yeah, let's talk about them too. Let's talk about them too. I wish okay, I could this... put Werner in that in that bubble. He should because well, he's, he's a bit. He crap. should he should be, but he's just not performing. Well, no, he's like sitter after sitter after sitter. Leipzig Werner is in that bubble. Chelsea Werner is not. No, he's in the same bubble as bloody. Uh, did you start with a problem with Akin Fenwell? As you know, Akin Fenwell's better. Oh my god. <laughs> but Adam, Holland no. and Mbappe, go. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think Holland and Mbappe, yeah, they're unbelievable. They're ridiculous. Like, they're, they're, they're kids that are like, they're freaking natures where they're just, you just know. They're so young. Like, how old is Mbappe? Like, he's 21. Holland is what, 20 or something? 19? I don't even know. Mm -hmm. the pair of them they're unreal like they're one of the best in the world at the moment and they're so young already yep and, and I'll admit Mbappe that almost, almost single-handedly carrying France in that world cup that, that team would not have got where they did without him no or he had amazing support with Giroud and Pogba because he played really bomb. well internationally Giroud is the best striker in the Premier League no he's not I wish I could say he is but he's not and Griezmann. How old Griezmann? 20, 20, Griezmann's 20, 29. Yeah. He's, Where he's does he fit into that bubble? Doesn't. Because he's too old to be part of a changing of the guard from with Mbappe and Haaland. Mm -hmm. But he's uh, how good he is, I think, has been taken away from how from the longevity of uh, Ronaldo and Messi. If it wasn't I think, for two of them playing for as long as he did, do you think Griezmann would have been that middle sector? Him, uh, players like um, Cavani could have been up there. He played mm -hmm. amazingly. Uh, Di Maria, also an excellent player. Do you yeah. think they would have been that middle section? Um, I, my personal opinion with Griezmann, I don't think he ever reached a status where he was at the top. I think he's in that could have been bracket. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the ones where he, he could have made it like yeah. to the top thing, then he just didn't do it. He didn't he's live up to any so like, expectation he did. I and mean, I, yeah. I think, oh no, there you go, you go. I mean, I don't give. I think I do think he's a class player on his day, but yeah, does he have his day enough? I don't think so. In the big games, I don't. I don't claim. I don't watch a lot of La Liga, but when I watch him in the Champions League against PSG the other day. He just he just went missing. I thought I was like, I just he just went missing, and you can't do that. You see, um, in that game, even though they didn't get the win, Messi stepped up 
with that big, big goal. Yeah. Um, what could have been a big, big goal, I should probably say. And even today, Ronaldo stepped up onto his critics with that 30-minute hat-trick. But I don't see Griezmann doing that anytime soon. There's a different level where, when it comes to Messi and Ronaldo, that's the thing. Because yeah. the two of them have been at the top of football for years now. And I feel like even though you see them have like, oh, they may not be playing as well as they or like can play or at the top of their game all the time, no matter what game they're playing, they will have an impact. Yeah. And I feel like that's where some of the players like Griezmann, all of that, will fail to do any of that. Well, talking, Agreed. Of, talking of players in that regard, where does Lewandowski sit? Because he has been at the top of that game for in playing for Borussia and playing for Bayern. But he hasn't gotten the attention a lot of other players have. He's the best striker in Europe. Where does he sit in that conversation? Because he's too old he, to be part of the change of the guard. But he's too young to be classed again with Messi and Ronaldo. I think he just sits below him. As I just said, he is, without a shadow of doubt, the best striker in Europe. The bloke yeah. is a machine. Um, people talk to him about Harry Kane. He's a good striker. But how can you be the best striker in Europe when you have someone like Lewandowski yeah. who's on a ridiculous amount of goals. I don't know, it's nearly 40 goals this season, yeah. which is for, absolute madness. Following Bayern on Instagram, every time they have a game, I see the results. I'm like, oh, half-time, Bayern are like 2-1 down and Levin, I don't see Lewandowski's name. I look at full-time and it's like, oh, 4-2 Lewandowski just put in yeah. the second half hat-trick casually. It's that a was surprise. the Dortmund game the other day. Yeah, it's a surprise that was when, when he doesn't yeah. score. Yeah, it is. You always expect me to see him on there. For sure. He is unbelievable. And I do feel like he's a very underappreciated player. Agreed. Agreed. It I was think... like it was the year that Borussia won the Champions League. That would have been what, seven, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. When Lewandowski was playing for them. Where he put in, what was it, like four goals in the semi-finals against Bayern? And people just don't mm. talk about his performance there, even though it was one of the greatest um, Champions League performances that someone has played. He is um, a very, very good player. He's very strong. 100%. And I think he was... I don't I don't really understand why he wasn't hyped up like that and he wasn't a contender to be one of the world's best because he should be the way he, he's always played. I think he, he sort of floundered a bit at Dortmund. It, it, yeah, I think that. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say that was his prime because he's proven me wrong, but I think that's when he could have made that step. But I think the fact he was in a Dortmund team that was losing all of its stars, I think, I think they lost Goetze, they lost Aubameyang, Royce was just injured all the time. They lost Hummels, and then yeah. eventually he had to go. So I, honestly, if I think that that Dortmund setup had kept together, we'd be talking about we'd be talking about them as one of the best teams yeah. in Europe over the past decade, for sure. I got, I got it right. It wasn't, they lost to Bayern in the finals. It was Real Madrid, the 2013 Real Madrid team that they, he scored four goals against. Yeah, and that was an amazing You remember, you remember how, yeah, how good that defence was? Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's insane what he was able to do, but I think a lot of where he lost out was on the international scene. Poland's team just wasn't strong enough and didn't go far. He couldn't they, yeah, single-handedly carry them all the way. They never like they were never a contender for yeah. any sort of trophies, and that's where I feel Messi and Ronaldo come into their own sort yeah. of league because they've had like they've tried to win everything. Except and I know God. they haven't got World Cups or anything, but they've tried to win everything, but, and I feel like they've become close with it. I think Messi blows very hot and cold internationally. True. Yeah, very he hasn't true, won a major international trophy, so... No. I don't think and you can say he's done well Ronaldo's only won one. Yeah, he got the Euros, didn't he? Yeah, but he <clears> also <throat> single-handedly carried that team to the Euros. No, he didn't. Adair did. But that's when... Remember his goal in the final. Oh, oh yeah, it was Adair, wasn't it? 
He scored that and disappeared off the face of the earth. Yes. Um, where is Adair? Who who knows? And who really Hashtag cares? where is Adair? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, get a trend. Get a trend. We're trending hashtag cancel the 194 and hashtag where is Adair. Yeah. Yeah, done, done. Yes, mate. He scored that goal. Moving I, on to... I don't even remember seeing him in the trophy celebrations. He must have just fallen no. through a hole into an alternate dimension or something. He was he was, I just wanna... he was a fan that ran onto the pitch, put on a shirt, scored, and then ran back into the stands. Yeah, yeah. Listen here though, I just want to bring it on to the I know we're all talking about World Cups, talking about all this. I want to bring it on to the biggest trophy in, in the world at the moment. Coming to the Europa Papa League. Trophy. What, what do you mean the Europa um, League is the biggest trophy in the world? Mate, Thursday so, nights is where the Premier Football is. Don't get it. Exactly. So we're talking about the uh, you can Olympiacos Arsenal game. All you want. I think the, the only reason at this point in time the Europa League could be bigger than the Champions League is, is because of how closer it is. How much closer the teams are to each other. That there are like the Champions League, we can sit here right now and pretty much guarantee you could confidently say, uh, Bar- um, not Bar- uh, Bayern are going to walk their way through the final. Yeah, farmers. Yeah. What, they're going into I next week. Well, they're going into next week <laughs> 4 1 up, aren't they? What was, what was that? that? Or whatever. Aren't they? They're going into next week 4 1 up or something, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. So they're, they're, they've gone through pretty much straight away. And with no yeah, Ronaldo or Messi, who's to get in their way? You saw what they did to PSG, and that's probably the next best team. Yeah, I think the next round after this one's going to be really good. But yeah. yes, as Adam as Adam said, we'll move to uh, the Emmerdale Cup, Europa League. Um, we'll we'll touch on this quite briefly. Um, yeah, because it's not. It's actually not that important. <laughs> not much went no. on. Arsenal Spurs. There wasn't many. Arsenal Spurs yeah. have the upper hand in their ties. Arsenal getting three one one against Olympiacos. Um, Danny Sabias almost making me dash my phone across the uh, place where we work. Um, I still think Ajax could be contenders to win it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the Man United game—they have it all to do out at the San Siro. Um, I think I think Ajax, pretty... Ajax have always been a dark horse, though. They always say, yeah. Nah, there is one that not many people expense. When they used to, when they used to, before, <laughs> there's, there's this week's controversial comment. What? Dutch donkeys? The one. Yeah. I mean, if Spurs can beat him, anyone can beat him, let's be That's honest. That's a good point. But um, like even when they used to play in the Champions League, they were the team always GB a dark, Paralympics a dark could be horse in the Champions League. Agreed. Agreed. I think it was a surprise when they dropped out. Yeah. Um, for sure, um, I think City, yeah. City will be interesting to see in um, in the Champions League. Um, yeah, I mean it's there, it's there for the taking. Um, you've got a two, you've got Juve and Barca, two massive names out. The path in their way, Bayern. I mean. This is assuming that they should comfortably get past Munch and Gladbach. Um, and if they don't, they're two, I'll be they're astonished. Yeah. Um, um, so they should they should breeze past them. And that, I mean, further down the line, that may set up a juicy little final. Pep against, um, what's his face? German bug. What German a Hans, Hans Flick, is that his name? I think that's his name. Oh, Why do we seem to have like no like managers? Like they're not big names that you expect for that you see in other yeah. major teams. Ha- Hans Flick, yeah. I've disrespected him there, but he's, he's done an amazing job. He has. Hans he really has. But he's, he's got them he, playing. That, I reckon he could also just sit on the sideline of that team and let them play. And there's so much experience yeah. in that team with not players really, like Muller that he could he could just sit there and they would continue to dominate managing themselves. Yeah, their, def- their defense is, I think, what is the best bit about them. Mm-hmm. I think it's been yeah. a long time since we've seen a defense that that strong. Even prime yeah. uh, Real Madrid, I'm not sure, was as good as this, no. or was was about the same. Mm-hmm. Alfonso Davies being on his way to being one one of, if not the best defender on the planet. 
He's 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 not too bad. He's ha- he's mustard that kid. Absolute mustard. Yeah. Alaba's always been very good. Well, he's he's dipping, isn't he? He's leaving. He's going to Madrid. Yeah, he, yeah. He's meant to be coming to Chelsea, but we couldn't pay him enough in salary for him to actually want to come. Oh, Mr. Bramovic, absolute stinker. I'm like, yeah. It's, so it's he's not making enough money now. Alaba, and you just can't be bothered to pay him enough. No, just sell one of your yachts, you'll be all right. Yeah. God. Selfish prick. Right. Oh, dear. I think you can trust some billionaires, but you really can't, can you? No. I think so capitalism is another convo for another day. I was struggling yeah, let's not just to link, to, right now. link to the football topic, um, just to finish it off before we move on to final thoughts. Um, unless, Louis, you had any more points on football. Nope. Um, strolling through Instagram today, and I saw a very interesting question of, in their prime, best strike in the Premier League, Wayne Rooney, Fernando, uh, not in this in the Premier League, but best striker, Wayne Rooney, Fernando Torres, Didier Drogba, and Luis Suarez. How, how would you rank them? I'm pretty sure I know who's at the top for me. Yeah. Who, who would you put at the top? I would put Rooney. Suarez at the top. You'd put Suarez at the top. See, I think I'm somewhat biased. As you'd put Rooney at the top, Louis. Yeah. Louis, you'd put Rooney at the top. Yeah, I would. Out of those four. Yeah, I would. Definitely. I think he he's, has a- he's really, I think he's quite underrated. I really do. I mean, I don't necessarily like him. He's a Man U legend. But yeah. I don't. I can't deny he's United's top goal scorer. He won and God knows how many Premier League titles there. You can't you can't deny him. And I know what we're going to say, Luca, but sorry, you know mate. Exactly Drogba's, what I'm going to put at number one. Drogba's rock bottom of my list. No, yeah, no way. He's top. Rock bottom of that list. He is. Yeah. He is Torres. Not Torres plays that. Yeah, he is. No, I, I, would, I might not it put is. him bottom. He's a fraud. I, to be honest, I'd probably put Torres bottom of that list. Yeah. yeah. I'd be I'd be okay putting Suarez or Drogba in first. The two of them I get, think... the two of them get first and second. Rooney gets third, Torres gets fourth. Oh, I, I would probably say Suarez, Rooney, Drogba, Torres. That'd probably be my list. So I, I'm, I mean, you, I'm don't, saying, you um, don't you don't have to put like um, Thierry Henry on that list because that would just be an easy number one, no matter who you're asking. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I think he's he's one of the best strikers yeah. to ever oh, race the Premier League. Yeah, I think he's the best like, in Premier League history. Yeah, but I'm a bit biased as well. I'd put I'd put. I uh, know, but I don't I don't even think that is being biased. I think that's factual. Ever to race the Premier League, but one of the best strikers just to play. Yeah. Yeah, oh god. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. He could do it all. He really could. Do you remember do you remember when he came back for one season or whatever? Came back to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember his <laughs> goal against, his goal against yeah. Leeds? Yeah, <laughs> he came Cup. on. Mate, a jackal everywhere, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh my god. God almighty. <laughs> right, let's let's move to final thoughts. Yeah, final and, thoughts. And Today's and finally, this is where I am. Um, <laughs> I throw it out to you two. Any any topics we can touch on for a couple minutes, not too long, just to well, I think, just to I round think it off. Not, I think the one I mentioned yeah, we is quite well with what we discussed earlier, because you've now got your PS5, and yeah, the big problem it. with getting hold of PS5s was bots and scalpers. It was uh, for reselling. horrendous, um, horrendous, and scalping's been a huge problem, not just in tech, but Especially that Adam and I know uh, on yeah. uh, sneakers, buying sneakers off sure. uh, the Nike app or off uh, from Adidas drops is always a very challenging thing to do because of the amounts of bots mm-hmm. that um, it's horrendous. There are. It's terrible. Go on, Adam. I, I hate trying to buy anything. It's horrible. These things. Yeah. Um, Every time it's just filled with bots, filled with preload buys. I hate it. So. A couple of what was it about a week ago now? Um, it was discovered ago. that the the head of North American sales at Nike. Um, what? Yeah, about about six Schmerder. years too late. <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's out. If they oh, freed my guy, Bobby Schmerder, let's go. But yeah, uh, yeah carry was, on, Lucas. Um, let me. I've got the yeah. article open here. Uh, when was this? Oh. This was published March the first. Um, 
the uh, head, the the general manager of North American Business um, had to was she she stepped down is what they've said, which means she was released. Um, told, yeah, she she was told she's gone um, from Nike because it, they discovered that her son was using her card to buy mass buy sneakers off the website to then resell them at a higher profit. And it was also the stuff that she had slowed down the progress of anti-bot technology because she didn't think they needed to direct funds into it. I, w- I wonder if there's a correlation there to, to why she went and did that. Yeah, the, the son spent $132,000. That's for buying, like, the retail prices, yeah. Imagine how much money he made on. Well, I saw I saw a report that put it in uh, over like six million that he'd made in profit. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. Bloody. And the fact that it took this long for them to catch it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Do you do you see how they caught it? No, he's now though. They caught it because he decided to post a picture to his Instagram of him standing sitting around loads of boxes of sneakers. Like, you know how resellers just post them around all their boxes? Yeah, he decided yeah, it'd be a smart idea to post that. What a spanner. Seriously. So, yeah. I could, I get... Thing is, though, I like the... People make a business out of, like, buying and reselling. Yeah, And absolutely. I respect it, but just the amount of bots that are on there at the moment now... Yeah, it's dreadful, isn't it? Is annoying. It's annoying, but then once again, if you were to get rid of all the bots, that is some people's businesses out. Yeah, because some people do make a living off but it. But people, people buy and resell sneakers, and like I completely agree with that. If you were to buy a special drop and a Nike limited edition drop, will normally do fifteen thousand pairs. There's a difference between yeah, like mass buying ten, twenty pairs, or people who try and get a hold of five hundred pairs. That is very true. Very true. I think that's where that's where it comes in. I have no problem with people buying and reselling. If I have the opportunity to get a hold of ten pairs, to then resell nine of them and keep one, I would do that. Uh, yeah, I'll but do that all the time. To buy hundreds of pairs to prevent that many people. Not only is it bad for people, but it's bad for business. Like there's the whole thing with PS5 scalpers. It's not that major businesses are losing money. It's that they're losing customers because people don't yeah. want to buy from them because they can't guarantee anything. They're also then losing sales on extra controllers, games, things like that. So, mm-hmm. it's yeah, a it doesn't. It does it. The only people who benefits are the um, absolute bastards who are yeah. who are scalping, and these are people I have no respect for. But no, it's nice to see that they're. There's is it's very satisfying to see their prices slowly slowly dropping. Oh yeah, on eBay and on StockX and on all these sites. It is. It is um, nice for us. Well, we've we've hit now. Should wrap it up? I think I'm happy to wrap up there, unless there's anything else, guys. I think no, that's nothing from me. All am I am I taking close close this week? Perfect. Yeah. Right. Um. Cool. So. Well, thank you. We got for... a second episode. Yeah, we got a second episode done. Wow. We did. Well done us. After technical difficulties, timetabling issues. We're back in. Yeah, we're here. We've, we've, back we've done business. it. We've done it. So I'll say thank you to all three of you that have listened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll be back very soon for another episode of the 194 podcast. My thanks to Adam. My thanks to thank you for Luca. Listening, guys. And always certainly... We will certainly be speaking to you guys very soon. Yep. Thanks go for check listening. Us out. Go check us out on Twitter. Go let us know what you thought. And as we said earlier, let us know any improvements you want to make, you want us to make, or any of that stuff. And hopefully next week, Adam's running. And as a as a teaser for next week, I think we're talking about a would would you rather base podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Many interesting that. questions to yeah. come. And by that time, as you can probably hear, Louis and I now have microphones. We can persuade Adam to get a microphone. Yeah. That's maybe, dream, maybe. That's the get a microphone. Get a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one. We'll get one. Yeah. We'll so get one. Thank, right, thank right. you two for being here. Thank you, Louis, for an amazingly led 
podcast much more that's all right much that's much right. better than last week's now we had some structure even though we did yeah mate differ from it a bit um thank you adam for that's your fine, fine. great inputs um great inputs <laughs> and you better get everything ready for next week because oh don't you worry yeah be there'll honest. be some interesting worried. questions to come um there's some interesting questions to come don't um, you worry yeah thank you everyone for listening and hopefully we will see we'll talk to you soon and the podcast will keep getting better have a on we roll. week on or we roll yeah depending on how long it takes us to record it absolutely perfect sweet right. thank see you, very you much. all later